Hello everyone, welcome back to It Is Well podcast. This is the podcast where you can get encouragement, where you can find your spiritual um, encouragement and just grow as you read your Bible day to day. This year we'll be having guests as you've already heard from the first episode we had a guest there and also this episode we have more than one guest actually and we're going to be speaking about something that many youth deal with. And also I think when it comes to mental health, we should examine ourselves as as yeah. Shruti said. Are we the type of people who people other people can trust? You know? Are, are we those people? Can we be trusted? Do we do we have like trust and love cultivated in us that someone else can come with their story mm-hmm. and we're open to hear? We are open to create a space where we pray for our friends you know like really having that system where you you pray for your friends do you mention the names of your friends in in your prayers you know it's important to pray for one another and because you never know what someone is dealing with because i've seen it so many times in my life and i've been there someone is smiling and and, and laughing in a group of friends but they're really like going through something, right? I've been there personally. I was like, I'll just smile and everything. And then I go back home and I'm like, I'm struggling with this thing. Like, you know, and that's why we need to like pray for one another. Just pray and say, I'm praying for Becky. You know, I, I don't know what she's going through, but Becky could be dealing with something. So let me pray for her. And then you put them in your prayer. You never know, Becky will come the next week and share, hey, girl, you don't know what I was dealing with. Like, I struggled, I was doing business, and then suddenly I made a a very big loss, and then my business was suffering. I got frustrated, but now I'm feeling so much better, and you realize that you prayed for her. So pray for your friends, eh? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Baptist. Yeah, I, I, I agree with uh, not getting to know yourself. Um, it's part of like, it helps you deal like on a daily basis, you know, especially for something like stress that comes and goes, comes and goes. Not so much for depression because depression usually catches you by surprise. But for stress, it, it really helps when you know yourself, know your triggers, you know, learn how to say no, you know, set boundaries. That is something that took me sometime to say no to learn how to say no because i felt like oh no I, I knew my triggers but sometimes i felt like if i say no to a certain request i'm going to disappoint my friends or i'm going to disappoint my family or whatever you know so but then if you go there what you're doing you're just pleasing 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 people but you're actually dying 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 you could be around so many people um so many people and still feel lonely you could be like around like 20 people, everybody's having fun, they're doing so many things, but you're so lonely, you know? So know your, know, know your triggers and learn how to set boundaries and say, no, okay, I'm, I know this is good. You know, I may disappoint my people, my friends, but you know what? I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna participate in this thing. I already have a bunch of stuff on my plate. So that's uh, like really part of, self-analysis analyzing yourself and get to know yourself yeah oh yeah that's a great point and 
yeah about like finding yourself i think people should examine themselves carefully <laughs> because most of the times people are like oh my goodness that girl is so unfriendly that like that that person is just evil she doesn't like to lend me but then on your side if that girl is unfriendly you are an impatient because if you are if you were patient you would like not you would be like maybe let me go slow with her and she may change you know you're like that person is not friendly she she doesn't like to talk to us why don't you go and talk to them you know we are so quick to just see like what others are doing wrong for us you know like you 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 don't want to like look at yourself and see what you're doing wrong and trying to improve but then that is the thing about causing depression because we are expecting people to do the things that sometimes we can't even do for ourselves you know in, in relationship you you want someone who has money you want someone who has a job you want someone who is handsome six feet tall like his life together is almost too perfect but for you you are still in an apartment you you, you even the courses you are failing in class which it, that can define you sometimes you may find a good person but still live as babtu was saying live in the reality you know come back to us and examine examine really like first look at you when you look at yourself and always try to improve yourself and don't always trying to look for others you become so much more peaceful you know remove your trust on people and put your trust in god because people are people we disappoint others for me i have disappointed people i don't even know like the number some people are disappointed when i didn't know some people are disappointed when i when i knew you know but for my selfishness maybe like you know things happen so I think we should um look into ourselves first and see if there is something we can change before we expect so much from people. Let us put our trust in God, you know, like and come back into reality and express ourselves more, you know. Those are like my my four big points as of now. <laughs> yes, that's 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 so true like Yeah like sometimes you just need to like sit down and just like examine the situation and be like okay is it me or like is it the other person especially i think when we get into heated arguments you know like the other person is the one who is always in wrong but how about us doing like a self examination so um i also wanted to ask a question um you guys can share on could it be now we're not i know someone may be listening and be like are you saying um could it be that the media the music the tv the things that we are consuming is leading us as young people today to fall into um the depression the anxiety the I mean there is so much to mental health the struggles that we're having around mental health 100% I think definitely things we look at they will definitely affect us and I think one of the biggest especially for young people is the media like when we are <clears throat> when we are on Instagram on Facebook and Snapchat and so on we 
one of the biggest problems we have is we compare ourselves to our friends as though we have the same destination. I think that's a big mistake that we do. When we know, you know, I got Instagram, I look at my buddy whom, you know, we had a class together two years ago. Oh, wow, he has a job. Oh, wow, he bought a new car. Oh, wow. And then I start, you know, oh, okay, if I don't have that kind of car, that means I'm a failure, those kind of stuff. So I think social media is definitely a big issue when we compare ourselves to our friends. Um, and another thing, we, we think like everything we see on social media, I'm saying we because I'm on top of the list. <laughs> when we see this, uh, when we see like uh, things on social media, sometimes we think it's, it's a representation of reality. It's not. Sorry to ruin it, but it's not. <laughs> you know, uh, some people are good at acting. People are good at staging photos and videos and all kind of stuff. Why? Because they want viewers. They want to attract the audience, all that kind of stuff. So obviously they're not going to present the reality. The, the more the culture, the video, the pictures, the whatever, the better the viewers. And so sometimes we look at these videos and go like, oh wow, okay, I'm just a failure. My friends around me have got their life together. They're, they're doing this, this and this, this, this and this. They're achieving things that, you know, they're doing big things. And when, what am I? I'm just here doing nothing. You know, they're on a vacation. They went to Bahamas or whatever. Look at the stuff. But they didn't tell you how they left their bank account. Maybe they even borrowed the money to go to vacation. And we're just there thinking like we're complete failures because we can't afford a trip to Bahamas. So I think the biggest thing is comparison, comparison, comparison. For me, that's what I see especially looking at the media. And so uh, I don't want to just point out the issue without any recommendation. I just want to say, like, recommend this one. And that's how I personally deal with it. If it works for you, praise God, but I'm just going to share it. If it works for you, you can try it. Approach life from I am enough perspective, you know. When you're approaching life, you are enough. Like, I am enough with who I am, you know. You don't need anything to be validated. Your value doesn't come from people's uh, recognition of your value because your value is already within you, you know. And because what creates like tension and stress is because we are like, I need to do this in order this happens. I need to do this in order this happens. And the next thing you find, we have like a whole list of things. We get completely overwhelmed and we burn out because we are trying to achieve something, not because it's good for us or because it's useful for anybody, but because we want validation from people. We want, we are comparing, we are competing against people who they don't even, we don't even know, or they don't, they don't know, we don't know them, so somehow we're just competing, competing. So when you approach life from like, I am enough perspective, I don't need anything to to increase my value, my value is born, you know? And the verse I just want to share with you is like, one of my favorite verses, Second Peter chapter one, uh, chapter two, verse nine, it says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. You know, I always say this over and over because it's the word of God. I can't stop talking about it. This verse says we are princes, we are royal, you are a prince, you are a princess, and you're born like that. You know, anything that you see in the media and feel like, you need to earn it in order to have value is actually a complete lie. You know, if you're, you know, if you're struggling and always remembering that your value remains unchanged, I think it's one of the mindset that helps you a lot that, to deal with uh, mental health. And especially for me, it has helped me. Yeah. 
Yes, Baptista. Yes, that's so true. Like, yeah, the, what you share. Like, it's it's so true. Like the people who we compare ourselves to. There is a verse in the Bible that I love that talks about comparing. It says, "Do not compare yourselves among yourselves with yourselves." Um, I think for yourselves, like something like that. Like it says, like because like all of us at the end of the day. We have struggles. We are sinners, you know. And when we compare ourselves to people, we are like there is a way we we are lowering our own self-esteem. You know, we feel like we're not doing any much better, and that causes stress to us. You know. And for me, when I look at Let's say like two years ago, I, I think one of the causes why I think my um, I really felt low at times in my in my life, like really low and discouraged, was because of the music I was consuming for me personally. Sometimes, and present artists who have lyrics that are very discouraging. I mean, you go to the music video and the artist is like, like. <laughs> I know some of you are listening, and you're like, "What did she do?" <laughs> I frowned. Like they always, like they have a very slow, like that, like the let's say the lyrics is the house is burning, the flowers are dying, and then you wonder why you feel so discouraged because of the music you're listening to. Like they're not encouraging, or some of the music. They get you hyped for five minutes, and then you realize there is nothing to get hyped about. Like it's all like it's almost I guess it's fake. The energy is fake. It's not real, like joy. You know, it's not like oh, like this these songs that you listen to that are gospel and praise God or hymnals like praise the Lord, praise the Lord, or or look at the birds. Or it's not that kind of lyrics. That gives you encouragement. It's the lyrics that puts you down. So what happens? Imagine, let's say you're seated on your bed and you're watching this musician who is singing, and she's she's always crying. And when she's crying, she's crying black tears. You're not going to be encouraged, especially when you're in your bed and you're like, ah, it's me. I'm the issue. You start. You feel like also you're going into. Yeah, like you feel like you're going into discouragement, and you feel like you're you're just being torn and so discouraged. Really, the music we listen to has a huge impact on our lives. You know, that's why I really thank God today. Like God has helped me change the music I listen to, and He has changed my life. You know, like that now. I was I'm studying. I play this like. Hymno relaxing music, you know, and it's like birds singing, and it's a, a and it's a violin. It's something that keeps my energy and joy going, you know, instead of like these songs that always like put you down, you know, like especially wild music. Like there are so many who have music that doesn't benefit, and it's so sad because. Young people today. I'm not just saying all these young people. Cause I've been there. I used to listen to that kind of music, 
and um, I used to wonder why so many things were not going right in my life but now that I trace it back it was also music was a huge contributor and also um, I just saw a comment from Shruti and I remembered some musicians as, as Shruti is also going to share with us uh, on media why how media is related to mental health but you know some musicians share about what they define as love and the world definition of love because they got them flowers and so you see this musician in the music video talking about roses and flowers roses and flowers are not necessarily bad but they use it for the wrong perception and then they show a totally different definition of love by the way if person is saying if that's not love then what's love the bible says god is love god is the definition of love and so how can we look for the definition of love in something that's worldly you can't you can't find it in something in the world that's worldly you know and so for them they're imitating what they think is love so you watch it and then you look for that thing that you saw in that music music video you're like, that is now what I want when you go into the world. Guess what? The world can have all the appearance on the outside, but on the inside, it doesn't have all the best. You meet people and then you, you, you think they got what the video showed. The video showed something called, what's the word? Uh, is it fascinating? No, infatuation. The video showed infatuation. And for you, you're looking for real, the real thing, but you don't realize what you're chasing is infatuation because you don't know what the real thing is. You don't know what the real definition of love is. So for you, as you go, you're chasing in life, you're running after it. You think it is true love, but it's actually infatuation. I think that's why it's important to trace back in the Bible. If it's about encouragement, it's, if we're at the point in our life where we're looking for real godly love and relationships or it's, it's career or whatever it is to firstly go to the word of god what does the word of god say because that's where the whole truth is the world has all kinds of forms of things you know and especially as young people i know sometimes reaching out you know in, in as as Shruti said in our teenagers or even in our you know no more years the years that we're in and we're like ah the bible maybe it was for the, for the old testament eh no it's for us too it's the bible has all kinds of stories where we can learn from them and one of those stories that we we actually thought it didn't involve mental health is elijah elijah went through depression now you tell me aren't we dealing with depression today and how can we say the Bible is outdated? It's not outdated. They share with you the struggles they went through. The same Elijah who stood up on the mountain and saying and, and praying for fire to come down for the sacrifice was the same Elijah who read when Jezebel was chasing after his life. That's the same Elijah. He was the same man who read because of some queen. And yet when he had thousands of people on the mountain, he wasn't afraid, but because of one person he feared and he ran to the wilderness. It was the same Elijah. And sometimes when we read stories in the Bible, we're like, uh, 
Ya, Job, Bob, Job went through depression. Ah, but he overcame. He became rich. He, he became so rich. He got double what he prayed for. Look at me. Look at me. Poverty. <laughs> they don't say don't say the blessings on my door. I don't say the blessings on my door. And I'm struggling and I'm here. But eh, those spoke the Bible. They were so blessed for me. I don't know what's wrong with me. No. Like I think it's important not to just read the success of the characters in the Bible, but read their struggles. Read what they went through. Read the story of Job. Yamao, if you're going through a tough, like really tough time in your life, Job is where you can start. I mean, the whole book is about mental health. What other book can you find in the Bible that speaks about mental health as much as Job? I think Job really defines how God can you can stick to God even in the toughest of the toughest times and still not be overcome by your what what you're going through you know job felt he felt sometimes we think job was a strong man who didn't have emotions and he didn't feel it you when he felt when he lost his children i can imagine he i i feel like he cried i think he cried he mourned imagine he lost all his children at the same time how can he get harder than that he lost all his cattle he lost when they say he lost his cattle those days you were measured how rich you were by your cattle it's not like today where it's by the money you have in the bank account by then it was how many cows do you have how many sheep do you have how many goats that means he was financially unstable at that point you know he lost his loved ones which was it means that he dealt with emotional stress he was going through having what is it leprosy that's physical pain he was his friends were coming to him every almost every day discouraging him that's what mental stress he went through every kind of stress you can think about so if you want encouragement i would say you know start with the bible like read those stories and instead of reading it like okay this sudden this sudden person quote on quote read it like as if you know job as if job was your next door neighbor and put yourself in the story i think that's how you can see the story come to life so that you're not seeing it like oh just from a corner but you actually see that it makes sense and i can relate with it so Amen. yeah that's a very <laughs> very interesting part of it yeah. yeah yeah so as we are wrapping up maybe we can share we have shared some of the yeah we can maybe share one or two um other things what other things have helped you um in your process of dealing with mental health how to overcome in that process what other things have helped you so uh one of the things that helped me of course was god because like waking up at 4 a.m you know i was i was like so determined because i was tired of depression my let me tell you i ha- I, i am skinny right now but i think i was a skeleton by then <laughs> because of the way like i was just drained 
and actually from there my prayers were answered like um my prayers of, of like finding out what is really wrong with me was answered because that's when I gained my the courage to talk to my parents and I went to a doctor a medical uh, people beca- like people helped me through prayer I, I feel like God talked to people to help me and another thing that helped me was the fact that my mom has gone through a lot of tough times and so she knew how to handle my situation. My mom is a genocide survivor and she was the only one left, you know, and she has gone like through a lot. She also had that time and having someone who would talk to me, who has really touched me like, she lost everything. She lost her parents at the young age at 12. She got adopted at like 17, like after like her struggling and things like that. So. Having someone who has gone through a lot and knew what I was feeling was very, very helpful, you know? And being optimistic is another thing. You know, I had hope, having hope whenever, guys, depression takes away your hope. You think you are going to kill yourself. You think that I'm never going to be happy again. Imagine it. to a point where I feel like killing yourself. You know, we love life. I love life so much. And then depression takes away that happiness of feeling like I want to live, I want to survive, you know? So having hope that I was going to be fine and having that faith and being optimistic was a very big part. It was a very big part of my healing. And not every not everything bad came out of depression after depression i was more as i told you i made a promise to myself that i was going to do as much as i could to stay happy you know appreciate my environment i appreciate every minute that i'm smiling you know appreciate my parents more go outside look at the environment appreciate smile yeah Make life simple for yourself. You know, don't complicate life and things will be. That's one of the things that helped me to relax a little bit more. So like not always be tough and feel like this one is watching me. Am I supposed to like act like this? Just relaxing and doing me is a very big part of my healing. And guys, go watch a video. Uh, Go watch my video, which is the how to how to be content my channel is chutis collection and i talk about why you should not what some of the tips that helped me to not wish for someone's life to not compare someone's life you know thank you for inviting me it's a very great discussion yes yes for sure thank you for sharing yes baptista you wanted to share something yeah, so like last one last thing. Honestly, like great point. I like how you say rejoice, rejoice, rejoice always. You know, it's all about rejoicing. Where when we whatever is going on in your mind it becomes a reality, you know, because we are created in God's image and one of the characteristics of God is speaking reality into existence. That means we have an aspect of that. When we speak positivity, when we speak 
uh, good things, when we speak, you know, positive things, that becomes a reality story by story. And I, and I like how Bonzo was saying, like, come on, don't listen to these negative things. Because when you listening to these things, of course, they become what you speak and become your reality as well. Um, another thing I just wanted to quickly share at the very end, uh, just as I want to mention on um, about um, Job and, and David, all these guys went through a lot of depression, you know. And so being depressed, one of the things I noticed is some young people think that just because they're depressed, that means their Christianity is not good. That means they're not, that means they're not aligned with God, you know. That's not true. That's not really true. Like being depressed doesn't make you less of a Christian. A perfect example Bont already mentioned is David. David was anointed when he was a young man, but then before he could sit on the throne, he went through a traumatic series of events. You know, between when he was anointed and when he sat on the throne, it was a lot of years. And through all that time, he was, he was going through a lot. Hence, the, the, the songs that he wrote to help him deal with depression and stress. So many times that they wanted to kill him. So being depressed does not make us less of Christians. And I think I always argue about this, honestly. I argue that, you know, even Jesus himself was, was, was depressed because we see like a verse where in uh, Luke chapter 22, verse 44, where it says like, and being in agony, he prayed earnestly and his sweat became like drops of blood falling on the ground. I have never seen anybody sweating blood. To be in such agony to the point where you're sweating blood, that is depression. <laughs> That's the definition of depression. So if, if Jesus was human, he was fully human like us, which means he experienced all the emotions that we experience today. Um, so, you know, being depressed doesn't, doesn't make us less um, of Christians. I guess another point, Ponce already mentioned about it, where um, Elijah was doing miracles and then he went to God and was like, I want to die, just kill me right now. You know, that's suicide thoughts. <laughs> so, um, as young people, when we, we are depressed, obviously our first thing is like, I've sinned, I've done something wrong, which could be true. Of sin has done something that could be true, but it doesn't make us less of Christian. So we shouldn't give up. We should always look at the reward at the end. Always have something that 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 you know something of hope to hold on to. Like for instance, David knew that God couldn't have made a mistake. I was anointed. I'm gonna be a king. So he he held on to that promise. And the Bible is full of thousands of promises that we can hold on to every single day that keep us moving, you know, that, you know, I'm here, God said my future is going to be great. He didn't make a mistake, but through the journey to get to that point, he didn't say it's going to be smooth. It's going to be a lot of ups and downs, but when you're looking at the water at the very end, it makes you, it gives you more energy to keep moving with strength and hope. Yeah. Yes, for sure. This has been an exciting episode, for sure, one of my favorites. We have really spoken about our stories and really shared our experiences and we pray that it has been a blessing to you. Like um, we have, I have personally been blessed listening to Baptistas and Shruti's stories on how they dealt with mental health and how they overcame. And um, we are going to share more 
tips on our Instagram page. So there are more tips that not only the ones that we're going to share on our Instagram page not only worked for us, but even the doctors that help people to navigate our mental health have shared that it has proven to work. So we will share them on our Instagram page. Follow us at It Is Well Podcast. It then uh, like a dash and then well a dash and then podcast. And we will share more tips there. But before we end, um, Baptista and Shuti are going to share with us their Instagram pages so that you can follow them and Shruti she has already shared her YouTube the name of her YouTube channel but in case you missed it she will share with you that as well so Baptista you can uh, start yourself and then Shruti will go ahead yes before I share my social media you mentioned something really important that I feel like I want to share so very small quickly when I was going through like uh, depression I actually went to, it reached a point where I had to go see like a, a psychologist and a counselor. And I told him, he told me, what do you do over the weekend? I told him, well, on Saturday, I go to church. And then he said, oh, and then he was like, wait, so you read the Bible? I was like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, okay, okay. And then he put all the material away. And then he told me like, listen, I've been doing this job for many years. And people who come with a Christian background, their method works better than the materials we have. So he told me that we're going to use your material. I was like, what material? They're like, well, you have your faith in Jesus. And that's what we're going to use. And he put aside all the material he had prepared to use to help me. So we ended up literally going through the review of things I read, things I listen to, songs I, I listen to at church. And we went through all those, those kind of stuff. And I shared with him and it was like, and I, I think it lasted for maybe like, I used to see him like every week. But basically he, he said like this method, I was like, I've been in this field for a long time. He was an old man, he was probably like, maybe in his like 60s. And he had started a job when he was like in 30s. And he told me I've been in this job for a long time. But people with a Christian background, their method is better. And I've seen it. And so we're going to use your method. And I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> so the, the, all the things we've shared today, uh, they're the methods that have been tested and proved to work. David used them, Elijah <laughs> used them, <laughs> and Job used them. So by God's grace, uh, with prayer, hopefully they will also help you as well. So sharing my Instagram, it's call me Baptiste, so call underscore me underscore Baptiste, and that's where you can find my uh, Instagram, I share a lot of verses. I love reading, so I share a lot of like stuff I read from like uh, Spirit of Prophecy and the Bible as well, because honestly, it's why I am breathing today. Thank you so much for it is well podcast to host me today. I am so excited. And guys, we are going to give you tips, but don't forget to go in the comment section and you know, fill up your experiences. It's good for our algorithm as it is well podcast. So that we can reach to as many people so that if you saw it today your friend can see it tomorrow so guys we are going to start our our week because today is a sunday as we are recording and we today let's have a theme of rejoicing and you know starting the week with a lot of courage and you know we are going to win this dep depression in jesus name and you know before i go go to my uh, my channel which is youtube 
uh, the name is Chutis Collection. Currently, I'm not on Instagram because I'm also trying to uh, have balance in my life. And I hope that is a great lesson for you too. And yeah, um, I can't wait to come back on it is all podcast. This is amazing. So yeah. <laughs> yes, amen. I'm so happy. Thank you so much, guys, for coming. I really enjoyed this episode because we just had a discussion. We shared our vulnerable stories and how we overcame and all those good stuff. So as I'm sure to say, share this episode with a friend. Share it with as many friends as you can because we need to talk about mental health. I think this is the time now more than ever when we need to speak about mental health and help a friend, help a sister, help a brother out and just share with them this episode so that they know that they are not alone. So that they know that mental health is not a weakness, like struggling mental health is not a weakness, that they can find hope through their challenges. So we hope that this episode blessed you and it blesses you. And we'll see you next time. We always have episodes every uh sec <laughs> um first thursday and last thursday of the month so the first thursday and the last thursday of the month always check out for new episodes and we pray i come to we richly bless you bye bye